This is Wealth Builders, presented by Staten Walsh, a show designed to pull back the curtain of the financial industry and bring true transparency to the forefront of conversation. On the show, we cover topics like financial education, current events, and interview business leaders and industry experts with the ultimate goal of helping listeners discover their own path to financial independence. Welcome, everybody, to Wealth Builders. Uh, super excited to be bringing you our first episode today. Uh, we're going to be talking all about the stock market and what we can expect in 2021. I mean, 2020 was just a crazy year, Ryan, in, in all kinds of ways from the stock market to the coronavirus and everything in between. Um, so really excited to hear what your take is looking forward. Uh, we've just seen so much uh, from the crash last market into April and then the historic rebound. Um, and the uh, you know fairly positive outlook going into 2021, and even people's newfound interest in playing in the market and doing their own investing. There's all kinds of stuff I think going into this year that's exciting. Um, I know people are still somewhat worried and cautiously optimistic, possibly. So love to get your take on uh, what you are thinking about this year going forward and the outlook for 2021. Sure, it's funny, you know, it's. It's crazy to think that it's almost been a year, right? I, I just, I, I don't get it. It's, it's uh, like my, years. my favorite meme. It gets me every time out there is like, how is next month March when last month was March? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a wild ride. And like, you know, when, you know, talking about the market specifically, it's funny. Um, Cause when you, when you go back to those days, I mean, we talked about it a lot when we were together, it's just like seeing, yeah, I know there was a couple of days in there with 10, 11% swings. It's like, you know, if, even for younger guys like us, seeing that kind of stuff was uh, very unusual and it's not something that, that happens every day. And obviously it was front front page news all over the place. So it was very visible, especially in today's world. It's just, you know, we live in an information rich environment where you, you, know, you can get everything on a smartphone. So it's definitely been a ride, but uh, to you know, if I would have told you this time last year that we would have finished, you know, S&P was up double digits in the positive uh, for percentages. Um, most people would have called me a liar or thought I was crazy, but here we are. So, you know, turning a new leaf over to 2021, there's a lot of optimism. Obviously, this the pandemic and the shutdowns around the country have lasted a, a lot longer than most people could have anticipated. So, so where's this optim- um, where's this optimism come from? Is it coming from like the vaccines? Is it, you know, I still like you hear on one thing you see these ads when you're looking through whatever news source you're looking at ads. Oh, the stock market crash, the dro- stocks won't drop 40 percent, and other people are saying optimism. Like, so wh- where's where's this optimism coming from? Is it just the vaccines? Is it, you know, we've looked at stats where um, individuals like the the nationwide average of people's savings has went up, which is a fantastic. Sure. That leading to the optimism, like where's where's the optimism coming from? I think that's certainly part of it. So it's 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 multifaceted. There's a couple different pieces to this puzzle. You know, last year, a big part of the optimism was numbers went down for a little while. Things started to open back up. Obviously, there was massive amounts of stimulus and infusion of cash into the economy. You know, a lot of people got stimulus checks. Businesses were eligible for the PPP. There was the you know emergency 
disaster loans or the economic disaster loans through the SBA. So there was all these, you know, there was money out there, obviously cheap money that was kind of help. It helped things continue business as usual. So um, obviously, you know, that kind of uh, kind of tapered off. And now we're in this back in this, uh, you know, rebirth, so to speak, or a resurgence of cases and to positivity. And a lot has happened into the winter. But you know, to answer your question, the optimism really comes from, I think, pent up demand. The world's been shut down for a really long time. There's a lot of people that have gotten stimulus checks. There's cash. You know, obviously, we know from our experiences, like, I don't go out and do things as much as I used to. You know, going out to eat is not as common. So there, you start to find this excess capital that's just sitting there in your bank account. And I think there's a belief that at some point when the world does start to normalize again, when vaccinations start to pick up, which you're kind of starting to do right now, and numbers really start to go down, that people are going to get out those savings metrics that you mentioned, those numbers going up, people are going to spend that money, or at least that's the belief. And when that happens, you know, travel, leisure, some of these other industries that have really taken a huge hit through this whole this whole ordeal have, um, you know, have a more positive outlook because people are going to start spending those money going to hotels or getting on a plane to go take a trip across the country or, you know, across the world potentially. Um, and so those are a couple different things. Economic activity picking up is certainly going to help. And I think that's where a lot of it comes from. We're kind of looking to the future and the market is, uh, you know, we call it, you know, it's pricing it in. It's taking into account things that it believes are going to happen. And it's it's a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of, the, you know, those increase in, in returns that we're seeing. Yeah. So for people who are might be a little more cautious and they're saying, you know, look at these small businesses that are struggling, these businesses that are going out. Um, you know, the stock market has no way it could have done what it did last year. It's over, it's, it's ballooned, it's overpriced. What do you say to them as we look over these next three to five years as we have this stimulus package coming in, we have this new $1.9 trillion um, stimulus package being proposed. How is that going to affect everything in the future? I mean, that's that's a lot of money that the government's thrown out in. Is yeah. that like back in the day, in the old days, you know, is that is that going to have a big of effect on the market going forward as it might have in the past? So I think in the short term, the, the simple answer to that question is probably yes, in terms of there is going to be a little bit of a bump. You know, you also have to take into consideration that it all comes out in the wash in a little bit. You know, let's use the S&P 500, for example, which right now is being pretty heavily driven by tech firms, you know, tech, healthcare. There's a couple industries that that are kind of driving the rate of return in those you know, big, the big market indexes that you know, that you know of. Um, that's a big part of it. But there's a whole other part of the market that's kind of been neglected or that's underperformed. So when that spending increases, there's a possibility that the other decreases, but there's still room for growth in other parts of the market. So I think that's the reason that there's this general belief that things are still going to go up maybe not at the same rate, you know, that remains to be seen. And it's certainly something that's unpredictable. You know, no one would have thought that the market would have dropped the way that it did in one month and then recovered the way that it did by the end of the year. Um, in terms of long-term caution, sure, there's certainly reason to um, to have some caution in the back of your mind. I think, you know, the, the main point here is to really understand that regardless of what's happened in the news and what happens on a day-to-day -day basis in the market, that investing is always a long-term thing. Um, 
long term for some people can be five years long term for others can be a year for most it's probably going to be the course of your working life and so you just have to understand you know what the purpose of that money is and what you're looking to do with it you know if you're looking to invest in one particular company and make 40 percent in in a given period of time or you know we've seen instances in the news uh where that happens with individual companies you know, to a degree, that's a stroke of luck. I mean, you know, it's just right. It's good timing. So, um, you know, long term, you, know, you have to look at things like inflation, which, you know, to how that works is it's really just the buying power of your dollar. You know, what is a dollar going to be worth in 10 years? So is that dollar going to go the same distance as it once you know did? And most people that understand that, you know, you look at different things in life that increase or decrease in cost over time um you're gonna have to look at is this growth going to continue at some point it'll probably level off uh and then also something you know to look at is valuations of companies so all that means in layman's terms is you have a stock or a company that is trading or selling at a, a level or a price that's not consistent with maybe what their value is on the books uh, and those are all things to look at i mean if you have something that's overvalued there's a chance that you know, it could come back or pull back a little bit. Um, but the stock market is certainly a supply and demand type of game um, where if people love a stock, you've seen what what can be done there. You know, you can see things take off like a rocket and plunge just as fast. So we live in this new age where there's a ton of popularity. And I, I you know, you know, I've, we talked about this a lot. I love it. I love I think, the access. I think it's great. Yeah. I love the accessibility of the market to the consumer in today's world, because it's something that when we started in this business, like it didn't really exist. You know, people were, people like us were like, you know, I don't have a ton of money to invest, but I'd love to get some hands-on experience. And I always have to go through a brokerage or pay a commission. And, you know, having these platforms available has really changed the game a little bit. And I think it's made retail investing more popular, obviously. And then this year, um, it's kind of, it's been interesting because there's a lot of lessons really just baked into one short period of time, which is you can see what happens when there's a high demand or, uh, attractiveness to a company. And you can see what happens when there's not, you get some, we've gotten some, uh, inside information, so to speak, into how different companies work. Um, and, you know, how money flows behind the scenes between hedge funds, you know, learning things about like, what is a short, um, so it's been educational more than anything. Now, just like any other year in the market, there's going to be winners and losers. Some people are going to make money and some are not. And, you know, that that's an unfortunate side effect if you're on the wrong side of that. But we're really excited about it. I'm personally really excited about it because I love the education behind it and really getting hands on experience. And, you know, where we come in and where people in our profession really should and embrace this is, we can add some color and context to that process. Like investing is investing. What that investment account does for your overall financial plan is a whole different story. And, and those are the different capacities that we can work with people. And I think it, it really does a good job for our industry, whether, you know, some people agree with the way trading occurs and, you know, that, that, that's a, that's a personal preference for other people in our, in our business, but, you know, we love it. We think it's going to be great. And, I'm optimistic about the future, regardless of, you know, performance, what it'll be this year or next year. It's just, we've opened up this whole new world of, 
of accessibility and education that I think, you know, we're not going to be able to pack and jam back into that box. Yeah, it just opens up conversations. You know, I feel like there's just so many more conversations that happen now. The tech, you know, people, whether calling me or emailing us, is they're, they're, they're more curious. They want to get more involved, which, which I think is great. Um, so finishing up today, Ryan, what's one thought that you have as you kind of give to our listeners going into the rest of 2021, the rest of the year, what's like one good closing thought you really have about what to look for in the market, what to be aware of um, going forward? Yeah, it's it's going to be super boring for most people. Um, it's not going to be like the next GameStop uh, tip or anything like that. But, you know, investing, again, it's a long-term game. It's a disciplined thing where, you know, getting investing and staying investing is it, staying invested is it's a really important step in the process. You know, having money that you want to take in and out of the market, perfectly fine if that's your preference. But ultimately, what what we always recommend, what we recommend to our clients and and what we like to see other people do is, you know, pick some pick an allocation or pick a, you know, a well diversified portfolio and kind of stick to that and and let that, you know, let that compound over time and let that work for you. Um, so it's not, you know, 2021, we're optimistic about. I think a lot of other people are optimistic about, but long term, you know, we don't, we live year to year, but when we're talking about investing, it's really something that happens over a period of time. So don't get discouraged if there's points in the year where you're invested and things go up and down, you know, that's normal. Um, today's world is probably a little more exaggerated than maybe it's been in, uh, at other times, but um, that's just, you know, that's the world we live in today. And I think that, you know, the long-term outlook is is always strong. Um, you know, we think things are going to be positive here moving forward in 2021. And so get, uh, get on board and enjoy the ride. Yeah, good stuff. Well, I appreciate it. And thanks everybody for listening today to Wealth Builders. Uh, make sure to stay tuned for our next episode and make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes and also on YouTube. Have a great week. Awesome.